Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is a global original podcast. Welcome back to Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Oh, you went, you went straight in with welcome <laughs> to the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. It's because we don't usually do that. So I'm just a, grabbing people's attention. Yeah, but that's, whoa, it's a bit corporate actually. <laughs> You changed. Oh, I'm, going, since, I'm going too corporate. Since like, I need to be more chatty. Since COVID nineteen, you've been working from home. You've you've changed, man. You've um, I have changed. I've, I'm even wearing a tie today. I don't. You don't need to wear a tie. I mean, come on. We're, <laughs> we're, I know. I know we're on Facetime, but you just you just don't need to do that. As like, you you no. can actually just get away with wearing a shirt and tie and a jacket, and then just well, you could be naked. You could be starkers. I've worn a tie in years. Yeah, well, under I that been de- naked most of the morning. Under that desk, who knows what's going on? Both hands are there, aren't they? Yeah, you see, that's fine. It's absolutely fine. Hands, hands yeah, above, above the, uh, the eye line. Um, I believe that we don't have to do much today because something's already been done. Yeah, so so we've basically got an interview with a guy called Dave, right? Dave yeah. Corn. Dave Corn Thwaite is his actual name, but everyone knows him as Dawn. As Dawn, as Dave Dawn. Corn. Only Dawn. weekends. Dawn Cave, his name is. Dave. <laughs> Dave Corn. But he's an adventurer, right? Like, he, he's done some unbelievable, unbelievable adventures. So he's so for example, he skateboarded the entire length of Australia. Wow. On a skateboard. He um he's travelled on a recumbent bicycle the width no, well, it's about two thousand two hundred miles from San Francisco down into Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. He's paddleboarded the length of the Mississippi River. It's about two thousand miles on paddleboard. Honestly, he has done some insane adventures over the last ten years. Okay? I mean, that is that's quite an introduction. It's it's madness. Now, here, here's the caveat, right? He's not a dad. Okay, but but we I wanted to speak to him. Number one, because I think his mantra for life is about saying yes more. It's about like just kind of at some point going. Do you know what? Let's just give it a go. And I think that that has a lot of mileage when you're raising a family. Actually, we want to we want to raise children outside of the box. We don't want them to be restricted. We don't want them to be limited. So I think his way of life can and should be applied into the way we parent. Yeah. That's the first thing. Okay. The second thing is he got married. I think it was a year and a half ago or so. He got married. And over the next couple of years, they're, pl- they're, they're starting to plan a family. Amazing. And I wanted... I thought it'd be fascinating to have some insight into what a non-dad <laughs> thinks being a dad is like. 
especially when he's using Australia skating the whole depth of the country. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, what what do you think that being a dad's like? And he's answering these questions, and I'm literally like sitting back in my chair, smugly smiling, shaking my head, going, "You got no fucking idea, dude. You know your favourite skateboard that's hanging up in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. gonna be defaced with a permanent yeah. marker, just yeah. so you know, or sold." <laughs> I mean, you'd be lucky if you even still got it. It's going to be sick on. Uh, someone's going to wipe their pooey hands on it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But no, I mean, like, so we, we kind of talk about all of that kind of stuff and it's really interesting. And actually, he is going to be a great dad when the time comes. He's going to be a great dad. Um, and you'll hear that from the interview. So definitely check it out. Um, it's coming up next. And other than that, we'll see you next week. Next week, yeah. Yeah, short, short, and, uh, short and sweet, that, yeah? Short and sweet. But it's, a, it's a great interview, so you're going to enjoy it. Okay, enjoy. We'll catch you next week. As promised, we have the most adventurous guest ever on the podcast today. <laughs> His name is Dave Corn. Sweet. I'll just give him Dave Corn. Fine. Easier to spell. Yeah. And less lispy. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave is an adventurer, but also we should we should actually start this as well by just letting you know that he's not a dad. That I know about. <laughs> that he knows about. <laughs> yeah. How many no but won't get that. But <laughs> we could. Um, but the point is is that you want to become a dad. Yeah. At some point mm. in the not too distant future. Yeah, I think so. And so we want to talk a bit about that. Okay. We want to get your insight in what you think being a dad is like. <laughs> and and I'm just going to sit here smoking and go, <laughs> Yeah, sure. Little does he know. <laughs> um, but also, it'd be great to hear about um, a little bit about some of your adventures. So let's start there. You've done a lot of very big, long, arduous adventures. Give us your top three in summaries god that's hard well let me start with the first one so i've got this overriding project called expedition 1000 and the idea is to do 25 different journeys over a thousand miles each one using a different form of non-motorized transport i've done 15 of them so far and i started off with skateboarding across australia i think it has to be up there in the favorites just because it, it totally changed my life it was yeah. the most ridiculous yet sane decision I and also you've changed your calf muscle yeah 11 years on from finishing that journey my right calf is still bigger than my left i mean i mean <laughs> so if you are looking to get pumped in your calf yeah or just one of them start skateboarding, skateboarding across <laughs> australia <laughs> if you want something slightly easier get a kick scooter oh uh, i took a kick scooter around japan 10 years after my skateboarding trip yeah. and it's basically a skateboard with a handlebar so you can skate on your on your wobbly leg on your weak leg yeah so it was good to even up both sides yeah yeah could you can you not would you ride goofy uh which is left foot forward right foot, right forward. foot forward uh on a scooter yeah you can you can yeah. you can go either way but could you swap when you were skating no I never, usually the first time I've tried the mode of transport is the first day of these journeys. And while I'd had my board, I started skating maybe three months before I started yeah. my first big trip. It, that definitely wasn't enough to get good enough to skate on your wobbly leg. You know, hey, you've, you've got a bad writing arm. Yeah. You've got a bad kicking leg yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly the same. The, the big downside of skating on busy, busy roads on your wobbly leg is you'll probably fall in front of a car and yeah, die. Yeah, sure. So you, were you on like big roads? Yeah. Yeah, quite often. A crossing, I, I warmed up by going from 
John and Groats to Land's End. So nine hundred warm up. Yeah, just a cheeky warm up. I, I thought I'd better work work it out. And that not only taught me to skate, but how to look after blisters and stuff. But usually there's just a roads that you can go on. Yeah. Or England's not the best place to travel. No, out of a car because there there's high hedgerows. You don't have that much visibility, um, and there's just a high chance of dying. <laughs> which touch wood you haven't today <laughs> so far as we can see yeah well you can't if you're listening Hi there. You can hear. um what's how many miles was that uh length of britain was 896 across australia 3618 3618 156 miles. days of skating five months mate yeah that's insane it was insane okay. uh, but it gave me a whole different view of life which led on to these so there's a skateboard across australia kick scooting around japan cutting it down to threes hard Paddleboarding the length of the Mississippi was really fun. I love that trip. Yeah, I've um, yes, I can imagine. And, and you're you're quite big into paddleboarding as well because you run expeditions for people to go paddleboarding in the Mississippi, right? Yeah, not only is it a brilliant way to travel, but just in general, it's it's great for physical and mental health. It yeah. feels so much nicer being on the water and having a better view than you would if you were sitting in a kayak or a sure. canoe. Yeah. And also, if you fall off a paddleboard. It doesn't fill up with water and sink and then you die. I feel like I'm talking a lot about yeah, dying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You've escaped quite a lot of near-death experiences. Very you? few, actually. These journeys are just about living life. Yeah. And I honestly, I felt more dead when I was spending my time as a bad graphic designer doing yeah. something that I hated. But And that's what happened, was it? There was a one point at which you then decided, enough's enough, quit the job, I'm just going to go and explore and live life, right? Yeah, I guess I guess it was a slow build-up of four years of just desperation and pain, spending my days doing a job that I hated yeah. and feeling no satisfaction. Then I realised my cat was having way more fun than I was. And I, I was the one with a choice. A cat doesn't really have a choice, it's no. just a cat. So I, I just thought, let's, let's do this thing. Let's yeah. say yes a bit more and, and try something new. And so you've done 15 of those big expeditions. You've yeah. done a lot of little ones. Hmm in the middle of all those yeah. various different bits and pieces. We've also set up Say Yes More, hmm. which is... You say because you'll be better than me. So Say Yes More was my personal motto that originated from that conversation with a cat back in 2005. One-way conversation with a cat. I, she talked to me. She was <laughs> massively clever. Uh, <laughs> and so that was a personal motto. And then I think maybe 2012, I started to share it with people. And and it seemed to resonate. And then in 2015, I came home from a trip, looked at my Facebook page, and I don't know, there were a few thousand people who followed me, and I realised I didn't really know any of them. They may have they may have just been kind of just robots or avatars yeah. on the internet. So I I decided to take on a little project to turn them into real humans, and I did it by inviting them camping. And 19 strangers rocked up underneath the train station yeah. clock, and that was. That was the beginning of the Yes Tribe, which is Say Yes More's community. We've got over 20,000 around the world now. That's amazing. And they're all taking that mantra of saying yes more, but also kind of just living life a bit more in the moment and a bit more spontaneously. And, and they're all consequently doing their own little and some large adventures hmm. as a result of what you started. Yeah. Uh, and I guess everybody takes... The idea of saying yes differently, an adventure is to one person is not an adventure to another and, and on and on. So I, I think the baseline is we, we try and encourage people to be brave, kind, curious, yeah. just decent, useful humans. But at the same time as making the most of your time and your potential. If yeah. you don't try new things, you're never going to work out who you, you 
could be. Yeah. So, yeah, basically stop wasting your time. Yeah. How do you feel about the fact that less people are wasting the time because of what you've done? That's real that's that's nice. I mean, as as you know, Al, it's not always easy running a community. I was a one-man band for over a decade and then ended up now I've got a team of 80 volunteers and yeah, you, you you give a lot and don't always get much back. But there are there have been some amazing moments in the last four and a half years since the tribe started. We've had five uh, yesterdays, our, our annual storytelling <coughs> festival. We we converted a double decker bus into a solar powered base camp, yeah. and I know Dad's Net had a retreat. We've used it. It was also awesome. last year, and we're looking at another one this year as long as there's still humans on the planet, and. Yeah, we've got seven acres of woodland and over 27 regional communities around the UK alone. So it's it's super. My, my favourite moments are stepping back, either looking at our, our family of, of groups on Facebook or at an event, just seeing so many people talking. Yeah. I mean, it's really inspiring. All your adventures are inspiring and all of the stuff that goes on with say yes more than the yes tribe that's all very it is very inspiring i've been part of the community now since we met at the end of 2018 mm. um and it is like you know i will i'm a bit more of a lurker but i'll go in and i'll read what people are doing and i'll read what you're doing and watch bits and pieces and it's it is incredibly inspiring and i think that there's a lot to be said for parents to take the concept and implement it for themselves because when you become a parent, life can turn quite monotonous. It's work, kids, work, kids, work, wife, kids, work, kids. You know, it can be quite monotonous and a lot of people can find themselves in quite lonely places and a lot of um, parents find themselves struggling as a result. And so the mantra mm. for parents themselves, I think, is really or can have a significant impact, but also it's something that we want to be teaching our kids who are without wanting to be frank, I think are being boxed in more and more through society and the mechanisms that we have put in place, the education system and whatever else. And let's not go too down, too far down that route. Yeah. But I think that kids need to have some more of that kind of attitude towards living that comes from our parents, because parents need it as well. I think it could be a really significant impact on parenting and kids. For sure. I think for, for me the primary demographic although we've got we've got two-year-old yes babies who've emerged out of the the community all the way up to 85 year olds yeah so we've got a we've got a wide-ranging group of, of different people on the tribe but for me i think that message is usually to younger people to get yourself this is like dating i don't think you should ever date until you're completely happy with yourself as a single person yeah um and and that's the case. I think if you're living your life as you want to be, then it's much easier to to rear children. Is rear children the correct term? I guess so. Maybe I've got something to learn. Yeah, I mean they are animals. They, they behave are like tiny animals, little feral lot. beings. <laughs> uh, but I think if you're living the life you want to live, then it's probably easier to to bring up kids and not forego your dreams or your passions. Yeah. Um, that's not always the case. I I get it, but for me. I mean, I'm 40 now, my wife's 32, and we are starting to have... I, th I think I probably got a year before she starts giving me the eye. So I'm, I'm steadying myself Yeah, you're getting for ready. an onslaught of change. 
terrifies me. What, what do you... Let's move into that now. So you... You want to be a dad. Have you always wanted to be a dad? No. I, I still don't know if I want to be a dad. Yeah. I think there's... there's I've been, I've been very selfish over my, my last 15 years. And I don't think being selfish is necessarily a bad thing. But I'm individual. I'm independent. I love spending time by myself. I'm pretty tight with my money. I don't see the reason to spend yeah, everything you earn. Yeah, well, thanks for that. Yeah, you're thanks welcome. for buying that. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, I, 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 I've, even though we're, we're living a, a very nice life, um, we're doing everything we want to be doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I see that kids will, will definitely take away some of my time at the very least. And that really worries me because yeah. I know I'm having a nice impact, a positive impact as a human. And I don't want that to be taken away yeah. by just having what will undoubtedly turn into a very ungrateful teenager running around yeah. whatever house we're borrowing at that point yeah. in time. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I completely hear what you're saying. I, I and I, I think that if you uh, became a dad too soon, hmm. then that, I think that situation can be um, more common than it should be. Sure. At the same time, having a child changes the way you look at the way the you look at things yeah and actually what you'll see what i would imagine you see would be actually all of that stuff that you like doing you'll instill in your child sure and that will be the satisfaction i think yeah i mean i'm also i think there's there's a lot of sense to saying yes before you're ready i don't yeah. think i don't know if you'll ever be totally ready as no. a guy to have a kid or multiples uh and and everyone I talk talk to, they, there's no regrets there. Yeah. You know, I I can see the value of you know experience new adventure through their eyes. You yeah. know, relearning the world in some ways. And while at the moment I don't think I could get myself excited about that, I'm already thinking about the film and photography potential <laughs> of having a child. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, my wife M is just the most amazing woman, and she she's born to be a mum. Mm. And I think I'm just her practice run. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can help her fulfil her potential, well, then bingo, go for it. Yeah, you know, you don't what actually I'm have any involvement past yeah, that, right? No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the office. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, so, what what practically do you think is that would be will will be the biggest challenge of being a dad? Physically, um, well, I, I mean, we don't. As I, don't, I don't, I really don't know. I, I'm, I've put my body through some some hellish stuff. So I'm honestly, I'm not worried about the physical side of it. I'm in decent shape, but I, I can't really bend down anymore. Um, <laughs> but that's beside the oh, point. Maybe but you could class it as decent shape. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm a decent shape. I can't really move like below, uh, you know, bending in half. But yeah. this has been the case. I, my my joints are absolutely buggered. Yeah. I don't have to pick anything up off the floor. That's I'm fine. That's funny, isn't it? But at the same time, I honestly think if I could just crawl, then I'd yeah. I'd consider myself, you know, luckier than most. Yeah. So uh, it is what it is. I just crawl a thousand miles, and so be it. Um, the view will be rubbish, but yeah. you know, at least I'll I'll be seeing the world from a different angle. And I think, you know, I. 
recently someone said that being a dad certainly in the first couple of years is is more about bending down and picking stuff up and then picking up the baby and realizing that you're working out muscles that you've never had before yeah. i'm not really excited about that stuff i'm more I, I i guess i'm more concerned about the psychological impact of having a kid yeah and i don't want to be i just don't want to be a bad dad if i've ever been scared about anything is it that? That's it. Really? Yeah, I like don't... more than anything else? Yeah, I think... I really do think so. I've, I'm quite happy being on a on a water bike bouncing around in the Norwegian Sea in a storm. Yeah. Uh, but the idea of, of instilling bad principles yeah. in a son, just because what, of all the things we've talked about, I just don't want to be an angry dad. What would a bad dad look like? You've touched on that, I guess, but... Probably me. What are you on? Uh, I I I think I I I'm prone to just getting caught up in my own projects. I have an idea and I run with it, and I that's how life has looked yeah. for me. Uh, so I think I think naturally I'll hopefully reframe once once that tiny ball of flesh comes along. But I just don't want to be a neglectful dad. I don't want to be an absent. It's not prioritising. Yeah, the kid. I think what is it that dad. that Philip Larkin poem? Yeah, you you mess your kids up, you yeah. know, and then you, you, you pass some, some more trauma yeah. on just to them. And yeah. there's no getting away from that. It's amazing to me that you need, you need to go through thorough licensing to drive a car. Yeah. Yet you can have a child and just be sent home the same yeah. night. And then you have to learn. But th- like t- the part, there are dads obviously who work away sometimes on oil rigs mm. or at sea or whatever. And they're away for six weeks, maybe six months, even at a time. Because that's the job, and that's providing for the child. Sure. And whether see, this is an interesting conversation that I have with Jen quite a lot. But just because so your adventures are, are kind, they are your job. Like that's without those adventures, mm. you wouldn't have your career in speaking and content creation, would you? Because that's where you, that's what you base it on. Yeah, like. there's certainly a big part of it. Although I'm, I've been growing more and more ways to to earn an income, albeit be them small. Mm. Uh, for a while now, but they're not just the jolly. Definitely not. There's purpose, to it. and I think yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. Like, if you, if a dad was saying, "I'm going to go away for a jolly hmm. for six plus weeks," yeah, they'd I probably come different. home to a divorce. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's not necessarily that side of it. It is the kid doesn't care how much money you earn. Yeah. The kid's just a kid, and I think having an absent parent is more impactful on a child than we'll ever know. Yeah, yeah. And I just don't want to be that. I'm, you know, I've done most of my trips. I know that I'll want to be away less when, you know, when they come along. Uh, Take them with you. Exactly. And that's the next step. I, can't, yeah. I, I always see that the 25th journey of Expedition 1000 will be around the world bike ride with the kids in the trailer. Yeah. You know, still young enough so they can't argue with us. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think that would be a brilliant trip so before they can talk <laughs> and hopefully they'll they'll just have a lot of sun on that trip and their hair will go blonde instead of being ginger yes which is really the ultimate goal here right yeah I you mean just don't want more ginger kids is that what you're saying <laughs> I just I just know they don't have a choice in that and yeah. that's it will destroy their young lives yeah like it did yours <laughs> like it did mine <laughs> what um so what would be what would a good dad look like then uh I think one who's willing to to give all the time that the the child needs. 
um, at the same time as as not spoiling them. Yeah, I I definitely won't. I'll I'll be fairly strict. I think in that respect. I think I get the feeling that when a baby cries, it wants attention, and as soon as you give that attention fast, uh, you know it's it's going to cry more. So I think we'll probably let it cry out. Yeah. Um, however hard that will be. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I'm. I'm, I'm, I have no idea. Yeah. You know, you can imagine all this stuff from a distance, and it's always way more scary. Yeah, it's just it's like planning a paddle down the Mississippi. I was more worried about the alligators from a distance, and then when I got there and saw the alligators, I was just like, oh, they're alligators. Let's crack on. Yeah, you know. And I'm pretty sure that when that child is raining cascades of shit and wee over <laughs> over me, yeah, I'll probably just laugh. That will happen. Uh, yeah, I'm fully prepared for that <laughs> uh, and that's exactly why I brought out a say yes more range of ponchos <laughs> for, for parents yeah. parent ponchos yeah. oh and also for the bad weather but yeah of course yeah 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 yeah. wild camp <laughs> and protect yourself from feces we um I think that's really nice like time is definitely um I think I think that make does make a, a, a good dad someone that gives as much time as they can and you know that varies depending on people's situations of course but I think that's quite significant you can work 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 and completely miss your child's development and life yeah. and you know yes some people will have to do that because of their financial situation um, but time I think that's all children really crave yeah you know, it could they'd be much easy rather have that than they would a new coat or something like that do you know what I mean or yeah. maybe coats on the dresses or they do <laughs> <laughs> toys, that's a great toys. <laughs> As someone who uh, has lived for the last 10, 15 years, one adventure to the next. Mm. And all, most, well, all of which are certainly at the extreme end of the spectrum. Mm. Um, what, do you think that becoming a dad would outdo hmm. those adventures within the uh, adventure category do you think it'll be the ultimate adventure that's the question i'm i don't know uh, i you can only, i can only imagine at this stage i think there's every adventure looks different and and really the definition of adventure is just doing something new uh that is a challenge and undoubtedly having a kid is going to be that um will it outdo it i'd probably i'd imagine that once once the kid comes along however tired and covered in poo i am i'll 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 decide if i had to make a decision i'd take the kid over an adventure mm. so maybe that's maybe that's your answer you play it up a bit but but i th- i honestly think you know it's it's mine and em's lives we go on trips we go paddleboarding we you know, it's not a big deal to go cycle across a country. I'm not scared about that stuff. Yeah. So, bringing a kid along for the ride, that I think that will be pretty simple. Yeah. What I what I'm most worried about is uh, career wise, um, not being able to. You know, I have the the leisure of time and the freedom of just chasing any decision and idea that I come up with, yeah. as crazy as it is. So, not having that that energy to be creative concerns me a bit but I think more so I'm a lot of people ask ask for my experience now and and I'm in a really nice position where where I can make a living because I've got that that different experience yeah. um and I know that once that as a dad 
you're usually not going to be the person that your your kid approaches and takes mm. your experience to heart. You know, this is why it's probably better to be an uncle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't think I'll ever be quite as prepared. I, I don't think I'll be prepared yeah. enough for, for my kid just to look at me and say, whatever, dad, you're boring. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe that's a TV show in there. <laughs> Why does everyone else think I'm interesting and you think I'm... I'm boring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I think that check, that goes, that's a cycle. Like, I'm starting to now go to my dad again for advice. Hmm. But I didn't. But Ted does now. He's young. He's at five, I think they're like, you're my hero. Yeah. And then they'll gradually realise, I'm far, far, far <laughs> from a hero. And go, actually, you're a prick. <laughs> And so for the next 13, 15, 20 years, you're a prick. And then I'll come full circle and I need to buy a house and some money. <laughs> Maybe that's my biggest concern. I just want my kid to like yeah, me. Yeah. The, um, I mean, no one, no one. I think all dads would say, I don't know what I'm doing. Hmm. Well, I certainly do. I've yeah. no idea what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing at the best of times, yeah. let alone. Well, yeah, let alone when you're responsible for another life. Yeah. But they, um, but also they're bouncy, not literally. They're bouncy. They're they're um, resilient. They um, they'll have you. You know, you you have leeway. <laughs> you can mess up. Yeah. And obviously not to the extreme, but you can mess up and kind of it will be fine. That won't stick forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and they'll let you know you've messed up. Mm. Um, you I know. think it's consistency though. If you do something badly again yeah. and again and again, but that's you as an individual. Like, do you learn from experiences for sure. or are you so out not you but is one arrogant enough to just think you're right the whole time yeah and everyone else around you is wrong um, <laughs> I, don't well, know I know I'm like a clown <laughs> <laughs> um, without wanting to get in too much personal detail mm. all the next steps what do you mean towards fatherhood Aren't you a dad already? Don't you know what <laughs> no, I've done? <laughs> no, I think it's well, practical. I don't, but. At the moment, Em and I, we, we're, we're professional house sitters, so we don't have a home. We don't pay rent, and we, we use this site called Trusted House Sitters and look after people's pets and homes when they're away on holiday. So there's only so much we can do that, uh, and, and we know that we don't want to have a child and house it that's yeah. just you know picking up sticks every two weeks is just not going to work yeah. we're currently looking around for for a new home and 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 that will be set in it amongst a, a bit of land so we'll have a sustainable business going on that we don't need to travel to camping glamping site yeah and then we we already run a few community projects which of which will bring a couple of them to yeah. our base camp so we're we're looking we're looking for that for that long term base now and i think as soon as we find that that's when that's when this next life stage kicks in yeah. and we've you know we'll make it home for a few months and then at some point em will just give me that look and yeah. i won't be able to you'll resist know. yeah you'll know and, I'll, and then i'll impregnate her and <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history yeah and regret it yeah forevermore i love it <laughs> Love that, love that. She'll give me the look. I'll impregnate her, and then we'll rear our kids. <laughs> Spoken like a true farmer. <laughs> Once the cages are built, we'll be ready. Quality. Well, there's not a bad way to end it than there. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Actually, do you know what? Talking to a non-dad 
<laughs> is, I think, very insightful into fatherhood. To talk, to talk to them about what they think and what they hope and what they look forward to and scared of. I think that's actually, that's made me have quite a lot to think about, I think. So, um, so that's really, that's useful. Well, even if you're a dad, it's, it's never too late to change yeah. the way you are, the, yeah. the way you spend your time. Uh, for sure. I, yeah. Yeah, there's only so much I can say because I, I don't have a kid. But yeah. we, you know, we've, we've got lots of kids around us and... M's sorted you know she's ready she's ready for this and she's super resilient so I think I can just be I can probably be worried for the next 20 years and by then the kid will be 18 and we'll be able to play football (laughs) easy tennis (laughs) table tennis what um, okay so very lastly and really quickly um what would you say to a dad who is working hard, he's tired and he's looking after his family and wants to inject a bit of adventure into his life? Hmm. What would you say to him? Well, I, th- I, th- I think inputting some, something new always gives you that flash. I'm pretty sure we've all got a little pilot light inside us, however tired we are. And, and that's just ready to spark off a new adventure. And again, it doesn't have to be skateboarding across Australia. That's not practical. Good for your calves. But I would say, you know, just remember that there's so much more to to life than the life that you're living. And that Mm. goes to everybody. So if you're feeling like there's something you're missing out on, then go find it. You don't have to abandon your family. Search for it with your with your family. Look at life in a different way. There's 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 nothing more valuable than than knowing you can adapt Mm. and see life from a new perspective. And that means going and doing something new. So go wild camping overnight. You've got your nine to five. Use the five to nine. Yeah. You know, go sleep overnight with your kids. We've we've had young kind of six month babies yeah. come on our wild camps and it's brilliant. And they absolutely love it. You yeah. know, then it, it, I, I would recommend tapping into Say Yes More hmm. um, because if you're looking for inspiration and looking for a bit of accountability and perhaps someone who might just be able to go, yeah, go for it. Hmm. That's the place. Uh, so, so where can people find out more about Say Yes More? So our website is sayyesmore.com. Our main central group is on Facebook. It's called the Yes Tribe. And then if you're if you're dotted around the country, um, then we've got regional groups as well. So we've got the Yes Tribe London, the Re- Yes Tribe Devon, Cornwall, Northwest, uh, and, and in Wales as well. So uh, just have a little search. Uh, but all of the links are through sayyesmore.com. Cool. And if people want to follow you... Dave Cornthwaite, or if you can't spell that, or you're a bit lispy, just at Dave Corn on Instagram, and it links through to everything else. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, mate. I'm right. I mean, it's great. It's really insightful. Appreciate your time and for, for coming on the pod. Thanks for making me think about babies. It's something I desperately try not to think about at the moment. Well. But who knows? Maybe Em will come home later today and... She'll have that look in her eye. Yeah, we'll just get started. You never know. Well, good luck if that does happen. Thanks, buddy. I might have to... I'll buy you a beer before that comes along. I'm probably lying about that. But look forward to our next chat together. Thanks, mate. Why are you still hanging around when the interview's finished? Because we we said goodbye at the start, so why are you still there hanging around on FaceTime? Yeah, we've we didn't even really need to listen to the interview because we've heard it before. Well, you don't. You did it. <laughs> I was there. I know. Why, why are you still there? Why I just not, by seeing your face. Why have you not hung up? We, we said goodbye. So pr- you're just so pretty. Yeah, but 
like I said, we've said goodbye. And also, you haven't, you still haven't strained the picture above the bed from last week. No, I haven't. But do you know what's going to happen? If The reason I'm still here is because the alternative is to go downstairs <laughs> in the, into carnage with the family. <laughs> into the self-isolation so, carnage. Yeah, I'm just hiding for a little bit longer. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's already sussed, isn't she? Jen's already sussed that you say, when you say, I'm going for a poo now. And she goes, hang on a second. This is your 36 poo today. I don't yeah, think exactly. you need another poo, Al. Yeah. I know what you're doing. So now it's, I'm going to record a podcast with Jay. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I, I think we may have to record our podcasts uh, in the evening. That's what I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. Sorry, Jen. See, see you, you later. Bye. Bye. Stay bye. safe.